It's Friday. It's Friday the 13th of May. Unlucky for some, lucky for me because I got a sister out of it because it's her birthday today. Happy birthday, my sister. You're doing, uh, a, you're doing a free call out. She doesn't listen to this podcast, but I just wanted to say it because I love my sister very much and I hope she's having a nice day. Uh, I'm here with two people who I also hope are having a nice day. No. Nope. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get better, guys. It's Alex Meehan. Well, we're glad to have you here, Meehan. We're hoping that this will, yeah, this will pick your day up a bit. Yeah, I hope so. I need it. I need and, it. <laughs> and also joining us, Maddie Cullen. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah, all right. Uh, me and we should note for those who are wondering, uh, who are watching on video, you are you're currently dog sitting somewhere. Uh, in case people <laughs> yeah. are suddenly like, "Wow, me and Zinsa just like seventies rock in a big way." Yeah. Yeah. No. Other room with your seventies memorial that we just don't usually see. Yeah. For those who can see, sort of the corners of the posters behind me um i've not suddenly become an acdc fan <laughs> i am dog sitting for my friends who are in lanzarote so wow yeah living that high life yeah the wow. dog is a little piece of work uh no <laughs> he's like a he's a mutt he's your commodore garden mutt he's just like a hairy little pig pig we call him mr pig He's he's not more more that he's like a piglet, um, and not that he's like as big as a pig. He's he's a little terrier thing, but um, oh. he's currently in his bed, thank God. But uh, fully expect at some point in the middle of this podcast for him to come up to me and start whining and growling for no discernible reason, just because <laughs> he wants attention. <laughs> yeah, that's how dogs do, you know. Yeah, most uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, my parents' dogs don't do that. So, oh, my but... my parents' dog is like a real whiner. Like he'll come out and just go. It's <laughs> like Alf, what do you want? Yeah, uh, I mean, Donny, Donny, which is the dog's name. Donny, when he when he whines, he sounds like when you're like wiping water off a window. It's like a noise. Yeah. yeah. That's how I describe it. Mm. Is his full um, name Donnie Barco? <laughs> I wish. Oh no, uh, uh, Darren Morris says all dogs can be useful work, but they're worth it. Oh no, he, he's a sweet boy. Um, yeah, he's a sweet boy. He's just annoying me a bit sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, by the way, Maddie, chat says you might be a little bit quiet. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm on full volume in OBS, so... You do, you sound yeah. right to me, so I don't know if it's it's coming from that side, but... And hopefully that will help. <laughs> shout every answer. Shout... Just scream <laughs> and see how long on an hour and a half podcast you can keep that up. Uh, mm. Well, I'll try. I'll try. We, are, we are here uh, on this most Friday of Fridays to discuss board games and tabletop games and all sorts of stuff, what we've been doing. Uh, let's get stuck into it, shall we? Shall we kick off with, you know what? I, know, I very rarely do this. I'm going to kick off with me this week. I'm yeah. going to hand, oh, wow. I'm going to pass the mic straight over to myself. Yourself. Yeah, just <laughs> passing it across and being like, thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Um, because partly because I've got the longest uh, list on this document and partly because Maddie and I have played one of the same games. So I figured we could dive straight in with talking about Batman Everybody Lies, uh, which we played yesterday on the live stream. Uh, if you missed that, go and check it out. 
we only played the prologue, uh, which is meant to last half an hour and lasted us two hours. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was good fun. I enjoyed it. Number one, I found that like publishers never actually rightfully put they it's never correct. Like the amount of time they claim it takes to play the game is never accurate. It's always, always longer than that. Even if it's a game that you're familiar with and you've played like many times before. Like Wingspan is like, oh, it's like an hour. I'm like, it's never an hour. Wingspan is a yeah, Wingspan is a an hour for Wingspan is a very generous or very <laughs> optimistic even uh prediction. <laughs> it's not an hour, so uh no. But I mean also you they don't account for the customary dice breaker messing about yeah the yeah. goofs us passing a card around doing different voices by the way maddie your like harley quinn like oh slash catwoman voices were absolutely on point did you as do was it Will's maddie? richard richard Ayardi, which you know wonderful. yeah did, did you do you did the harley quinn quinn voice yeah, i just did it anyway <laughs> no uh harley was there in so many ways in in every character's <laughs> Uh, it was very good fun. Uh, what did you think, Maddie? Have you played any of the detective games before? So, this no, for I folks who don't know, um, yeah, this is a spin-off from the detective series, um, but set set in Gotham City. Yeah, no, it was my um, it was my first time playing one of them. Um, uh, it was really good. I definitely think I should have taken those. Um, we were on me and Wheels played Mortar, which is like the medieval detective one. It was like we took some notes, but I kind of just followed along quite easily because I think it was a little bit um like a little bit simpler in some ways but i definitely think i would have got more out of batman if i had taken the good notes rather than being like uh like what am i meant to be putting where like wait who is the owner of the black rose casino somebody <laughs> um but it was really really fun i did enjoy it um i'd be interested to do a bit more of like a deeper mystery um because i feel like ours obviously just had like kind of one or two answers of questions to answer um but it was very fun i like doing voices <laughs> yeah and with, without giving away the end of the stream we we did all right considering that you know we were playing on stream and we were doing voices and we were getting variously sidetracked um but yeah it's so that prologue is said to be like a lot shorter and generally a lot easier it's kind of like a tutorial into the others uh which are they say will take around two to three hours so you know that's probably a so going by the prologue, four yeah. or five, yeah. it might take longer than that, or who knows? Because you can, you follow. So in in the game, you follow different leads on different cards. So it might be like go to Arkham Asylum by visiting card number six, or go to the hospital by visiting card number seven, um, and you you choose which of those leads you want to pursue. And once you hit a certain point on the board, so every lead you visit kind of shifts your time along. Uh, which is like a big part of the detective series is like managing how many how much time you have to chase how many leads but once you get to a certain point you can just like choose to finish it there if you're like yeah we nailed it we know everything that's going on you can just you know cut it short turn in your report and see how you did uh, which will earn you a higher score if you finish you know on the green versus the red or the orange um, but we we did run it all the way to the end of that little track uh, but you know, we we saw a lot. We found out a lot of like side information, mm. um, which ties into like the the characters have different uh, personal quests. Uh, so I think Maddie, yours as Catwoman was like find out how Falcone was involved. Is that right? Yeah, that was me being like, what 
what what's he up to what's he doing like what what's his kind of involvement in it um yeah which is really interesting to kind of have like our own goals like push our own agendas although we kind of just ended up like following every single clue anyway but in like in a proper investigation i'm sure we would have like yeah really had to like kind of work on like our own thing because that was like the main thing which is really fun yeah um and so yeah for those of you who haven't played detective before don't know about it part of the the appeal of it i guess or part of its uniqueness is that you use a companion app in your browser as like a database of files uh, so we had newspapers that would spin in uh, oh, and sugar. reports and all <laughs> kinds of stuff yeah it was Love like proper, it was it's weird because the 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 storyline of the case itself was quite dark and involved things like torture and mutilation which was kind of like yeah. quite strong and then the kind of art style of it is you know not that batman has plenty of dark things in it um but yeah some of the the like artwork and the way things would spin in on the app uh was it like not batman the animated series dark. yeah kind of kind of the art style is definitely more in that realm like for instance there's no like robert patterson or what you know, it's not screenshots of the batman the film oh my goodness so you it's mean it's like val kilmer no Val Kilmer. Can't believe that. Um, no, it's not like an into the into the Batverse kind of crossover. Uh, you don't even play as Batman, is worth saying. So you play as like uh, a group of investigators. So there are two journalists, I think, Vicky Vale and Warren. Is Warren Spacey the journalist or Warren Spacey the cop? Uh, but journalist, anyway, yeah. uh, that's right. And then the other one is Detective Bullock, right? Yeah, Harvey Bullock. And then Catwoman, of course. Yeah, uh, of So, course. you know. You're not Batman, but you can go and visit Batman. And Batman, in that case, was just kind of slightly gruff of us and then told us to go away. <laughs> like, as if we were a kid walking in and Batman was just like, I'm working, please. Uh, give me some Leave space. daddy. Yeah, shut Leave daddy to his work, kids. Daddy's uh, busy. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was good. I like, I like the detective games. Um, I've played the previous ones. Not all of them. I haven't played Dune House Secrets. No. Uh, but... I, I enjoyed this, you know, the, the writing is what it is, like, I think you have to go in expecting that it's not going to be the most, like, groundbreaking storytelling in the world, but actually it does what it's there to do pretty well, you know, it's there to kind of spur you on through this mystery, so. I'm just going to try something, I'm just going to try and fix my audio by plugging, taking my headset out and plugging it in, so I'm just going to cut out for a second and so will you okay. give me one uh, second. We... Uh... So, okay, we should be back. Oh, I think that might be a bit better. It's looking a bit higher. Hopefully that's worked. Is it just, um, was it chat, just the cable? Know. Is it one of those tech things that literally comes down to just like the cable being a bit? Yeah. Oh, it's fixed. Oh. Excellent. Yay! Amazing work, <laughs> The ultimate fix. Uh, oh, just plug it in. Take it out. Plug excellent. it in again. <laughs> uh, but there we go. I'm glad it's excellent. working. <laughs> Fixing stuff on the fly, true video producer. I really uh, it was done this time, but <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, were you were you kind of left like interested in seeing more Maddie as someone that was coming to this kind of like system fresh as well? Yeah, honestly, I was. Um, I I yeah, I really am, haven't been enjoying like some of the detective games I've been trying out, and I really really like Batman and like Gotham as a setting. Um, yeah it's really really it's fun i would definitely like to do like yeah a proper a proper thing like properly write notes like i like as much as it was fun messing around yesterday i do very much like like a game where like i can write stuff and like notes down and like organize and like i do enjoy that kind of thing so 
I would like to see what it's like, like kind of like tying all the pieces, getting some post-it notes and like red twine. Oh yeah, putting nice. it all together. Yeah. Uh, quickly, favorite Batman, favorite Bruce Wayne. Go. I'm talking about movies, film, film mm. depictions. Um, I feel like I never I've really got... think about Batman. I'm like, oh, like the villains. I'm interested. <laughs> I'm like Batman. <laughs> okay, favorite Batman, favorite Bruce Wayne, and favorite Batman villain. <laughs> <gasps> oh god we got a split batman and bruce wayne um, yeah because yeah, they're but... both very different characters oh god imagine that where it's like it's you know christian bale batman but yeah. then he starts peeling off the mask and halfway through it morphs into like adam um uh so i'll go first because why not um uh, favorite bruce wayne is michael keaton yeah, it's he's a good Bruce Wayne. He's like slimy in a in a rich businessman kind of way. And um, favorite Batman is actually Al Pat's believe it or not. I really? think he just does such a good job in that costume. I, still like, haven't, watched it. I haven't seen the Batman yet, so but he's I really good as Batman. His Bruce Wayne is so so, but uh... his his Batman is top notch. And then favorite Batman villain. I really like I really like the Riddler. He's a nice concept. <laughs> love him. I just love great I aesthetic. Love, yeah, I love the fact that this man has dedicated his crime, his crime life, <laughs> to just he just wants Ooh. to like. Yeah, he just My wants riddles. to be smarter than the Batman. <laughs> he doesn't even want to commit crimes. He just he has to commit crimes to get Batman's attention. They could so honestly, they could, could yeah, they could solve the Riddler by just having like regular quiz shows in. Yeah, yeah he would just plan. become one of those people you see on every quiz show. He's on the chase. He's on you know. Well, the... The, no, no, that wouldn't solve it. He needs to be on the chase with Batman because. Okay, yeah. Because because the reason why he has beef with Batman is because Batman's claimed, or at least other people have claimed, that he's the world's greatest detective, and yet the Riddler's like, oh. hang on. <laughs> what you're I'm here smart. Is the, yeah, the Riddler was host Crystal Maze, and every yeah. guest is Batman. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just wants to beat Batman. <laughs> That's all he ever wants to do, but Batman's just like, I'm so, look, I'm busy trying to, you know, why sort does, out crime why does every like, villain just be like obsessed with him i feel like i'm the joker like i feel like the joker's main purpose is just like i want to yeah. hang out with batman but the only way i can yeah. do it is like in an awkward way without making it weird like, no 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 crime. the joker is the joker's like i enjoy here's the difference between the riddle and the joker right the joker's like i enjoy committing crimes yeah and but also i do like batman that comes along yeah i do like batman's <laughs> attention whereas the riddler's like i'm not really that bothered about committing crimes i just want batman's attention and the only way i can get his attention is by committing crimes i'm imagining before he just he just sent him letters and batman's like oh i haven't got time for this all right guys on the venn diagram of likes committing crime and likes attention from batman where do you sit <laughs> oh i don't know that's a good one I think I like the idea of committing crimes, <laughs> but like actually committing crimes. It depends crimes. on the crime, really. Like who's yeah, suffering? Yeah. If it's you know, rich corporations, fine. If it's like individual yeah. citizens, I think so yeah, yeah. If it's like like, like pirate, like pirating. <laughs> I like pirating. Uh, like don't don't put me in jail for <laughs> pirating. I'm like okay, I, I can see that happening, but like actual. Mm. 
go out there and rob a bank crime. I'm too much of a coward to do that. <laughs> so I'm probably much more in the Batman. I want Batman's attention. Mm. Not so much in that I enjoy committing crimes. Yeah, so yeah. maybe if Batman, like, who's committing piracy today? <laughs> Batman breaking down the door like... You wouldn't steal a DVD. Uh, <laughs> you downloaded an Why have they never done one of those? Of like, the you Simpsons. Would... Yeah, you would steal a DVD, but why has Batman not done it? Maybe I'd pay more yeah. attention. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Harley is also a good pick. Yeah. I do like Harley Quinn, just because I like doing the voice and then Wills hates it. Yeah, Harley is kind of like good. the Joker in that she can be really good when she is written in the right way because at other mm. points she just becomes like is, she's not used well by writers and yeah. artists. What people you can do don't very understand wrong. what writers don't understand about Harley Quinn. This is one of the problems in the, the first Suicide Squad film. One of the many that film is awful. I hate it so it's much. Truly abhorrent. I genuinely it. never. It's it's worse. Like you know how we were complaining about the editing in Battleship, which. Oh, Watch yeah, that's for right. a members video right now. Um, it's the, not up the yet. editing, it's not, but it's ready to go up. Just oh, it's, it's, it's going to go up. It's ready. It's a little sneak peek. I need to, need to press. Go. Um, the editing in Suicide Squad is so much worse than the editing oh. in Battleship. Like it, it's disgusting. But uh, the problem with Harley Quinn in that in that film is obviously one she's very sexualized, mm. uh, but more objectified. Like look at it, look at her butt. But. Um, yeah. They just forget, like, Harley Quinn just likes to have fun. Yeah. yeah. She's an she just wants to have fun. Now, she is someone that does just live to get radical. She's not worried about the spiritual side of mm. things. Yeah, she's not fussed about Batman. No. It's more like she wants Mr. Jane attention. Yeah. But then she grows out of that and she yeah. becomes her own woman. But uh, And then she's gay with Poison Ivy and yeah. we're all like... Thumbs up. <laughs> so then she's <laughs> she's living the be gay new crime. Yes, <laughs> but she's not doing crimes to get Batman's attention. She doesn't care about Batman. No, like no. she's just living for it. Yeah, she's just living for it. Did yeah. you have an answer to my questions? By the way, we've gone well off track. Uh, I like if it counts. I like. I think the animated series of Batman is very very it's good. Great, yeah. uh, I think the Batman. Kevin Conroy, that's it, yeah, yeah. And obviously Mark Hamill is the Joker. Oh, yeah. Um, so good. I think... Wills like... did a shockingly good Mark Yeah! <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Um, Which I feel like Batman and the Joker, like Joker being the best Batman villain is overplayed, but it is the most interesting because Joker, you know, pushes Batman to his limits. That's the whole Joker mm. thing. It's like he's trying to break with his tenants of do not kill, etc. And mm. I think the most interesting stories are where he gets close to breaking that. Uh, which is what's so wrong about those like um, Batman films where he's just got machine guns on his car yeah. and they don't yeah. really he's just blowing up random cars. How you knock them out with a bullet, Batman? How? Yeah, it's like, don't it's... worry, they're stun bullets. I set my machine yeah. gun to stun. Yeah, it's like in the Batman video game, Batman, oh my god, uh, the last one, Arkham Knight, mm. which I didn't play because I was mm. done with that series by then. Because uh, you can't get better than Batman Arkham Asylum, which slaps. 
Um, but in that game, he drives around in like a car. Yeah, you platform he, in the Batmobile. It's bad. Yeah, and you blow up like other vehicles. And then the explanation is, oh, they aren't driven by people; they're controlled by drones or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, everyone. Batman didn't just blow up someone. <laughs> it was a uh, stun you, bomb. You can, like, hold someone's head underneath the Batmobile tyre and, like, threaten them with with that. And I'm like, this is... Mm. Yeah, we're riding the light here. Mm. Uh, Favourite yeah. Batman villain? Uh, Maddie? Me. Sorry. I, I love Scarecrow. And I've yet to see a okay. Scarecrow in movie that I'm you know, happy with, but I just like Scarecrow's vibes of being like, I'm into nightmares and I'm going to make weird dream mm. scenes. Do you think that's kind of fun? Yeah. The Scarecrow levels in those video games are very good. In yeah. The Arkham Asylum, Asylum, yeah. Arkham City. The Arkham Asylum one is really, really good. You didn't like Killian Murphy then? Uh, just, it's fine. Yeah, he's not really he's in just, that film all that much, to be honest. Just, I feel like Scarecrow could be just so much more, you know? Like, mm. he's scary. He is scary. That's his own mind. Yeah, that's what he's about. Um, what about Batman slash Bruce Wayne? I have literally no clue. I don't know. Okay. I, really, I feel like I've never, I've clearly never formed opinion on this, which is why I was like, I don't Fair know. Enough. You did say you like the villain. Yeah, I got, yeah, as, as I say, Batman is the last person that I'm there for in the movies. Like, oh. I'm just like, oh, hey, you're here too, buddy. I mean, I like Batman. I think he's fun. But yeah, just, he's all right. I don't know. Batman he's a side Batman, in, his own, in his own stories. Really. Yeah. Um, Elliot Brooks says, uh, "Be gay, do vines." I'm, yeah, they're like twenty minutes late to the gag, but yes, excellent. Gag. Right. A few people have been giving their opinions as well. Not opinions on the internet. <laughs> I know you don't tolerate those here. Hamlet Prime says, "Kevin Conroy and Adam West." Oh, Adam West is good. Yeah, Adam West is yeah, a very different vibe. Fun. Like, I feel like Adam West turns up to a party wearing, like, loud loud pattern, like, very bright suit, and everyone else is dressed in, like, black and white tuxedos, that kind of thing. Like, mm. he's he's arriving to bring the party, and everyone else is attending a wake in terms of <laughs> Batman actors. Um, Hermit Prime also says, if Batman just swallowed his pride and let the Riddler win once... The problem would just go. Yeah, yeah. It really would. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. The, the Riddler feels like someone who would have thrived on Twitter, or would just like the Riddler is well, a Twitter reply guy. You need to, to watch the new Batman. Yeah, this whole thing. Oh, really? okay. There are elements of that in there, and I was like, "This is great." Right. Uh, <laughs> that that film is obviously quite dark, but there um, are parts of it which I genuinely laughed out loud at. Very, fun. very funny. Is it so... 40 minutes of the Riddler running an ARG and that's why it's three <laughs> hours long? Uh, all right. Shall we move on from Batman? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I've been strong on Batman. Uh, always through other things that I played. I played a party game called Priorities, which a friend bought over because it is popular on TikTok, apparently. It's okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, and you love you you keep up with TikTok all the time, I don't you, man? Watch a surprising amount of TikToks. Uh, mostly TikTok. anime shot. <laughs> But Priorities really? is, it's a very simple party game. It was much better than I expected, I'll be honest. So okay. it's a game of ranking things. So you draw five cards. They can be anything from, you know, Batman to the patriarchy or feminism or 100 pounds, like that kind of thing. People, places, things, concepts. Mm. And then a person with a whiteboard ranks them from one to five in order of preference and everybody else works together to try and guess how that person would have ranked them 
So it's actually a co-op game. Uh, and then you, if you get them right, you either score points or you can kind of, there are multiple variants, but so, it's one of those games you can just play as long as you want to and then have a fun time and move if on. If there were like two options, one of them was crimes <laughs> and the other one was Batman's attention. <laughs> How would you rank them? The Joker would prioritize Batman's attention. No, sorry, crimes, Batman's attention. Yeah. And then Riddler would be Batman's attention, crimes. Yeah. Yeah. We know yeah. them so well. We know. <laughs> These fictional <laughs> kindred kindred foes. Uh, so yeah, we we played that. It was yeah, it was pretty fun. We played it for a while actually. It's one of those games you can just kind of go around. There, it was surprisingly when we cracked it out, I expected it that kind of that um, grossness. Yeah, like a lot of those party games like end up being your Cards Against Humanity style. Like mm. we're going to throw something in that's very offensive, but this actually wasn't that. And the jokes okay. and fun of it aren't around like anything offensive. It's just literally about trying to guess how people would rank them and thinking through their mindsets. So at one point we had England and taxes. And so the argument was that like taxes obviously not great a lot of the time, but also taxes good for paying for like certain social services and stuff like that. England can be good some of the time, produces, you know, like some great artists, some great people. Also, really terrible in so many yeah, ways, right historically <laughs> and, and, and contemporary. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Um, so the, these are the kind of fun conversations we had. So I actually really enjoyed that. It's that kind of like, mm. put things around and debate it. Kind of like Wavelength. Those you know, could be really good kind of though. Yeah, yeah, like Wavelength yeah, is... Party game. Yeah, Wavelength is an extremely simple game. And yeah, like it, it's successfully managed to entertain like various groups of people that i've been with uh, for longer than you expect mm. and the same with like snake oil is another one of those kind of party games where it's just about like talking yeah <laughs> um, it, there's not really much to it but some yeah. but it's still really entertaining it leaves the humor to the players right and that's the thing that cards against humanity always kind of got wrong it's like it it tried to put the funny on the cards and the funny wasn't mm. funny uh either but also mm. it, it took all the agency away from the players to actually make those jokes um uh other than that we played fruit punch which continues to be fantastic i wrote about for the site you wait till you've got five fruit of one kind and the first person to grab the banana from the middle which squeaks which is a very important uh gets the cards and it whoever has the most cards at the end wins it's very very fun it's very very simple i recommend I mean... it to everyone when we were playing, we weren't grabbing that banana. You we were almost skinned my hand with your nails. <laughs> Look, I've got sharp nails. I'm like Lady Deathstrike, okay? <laughs> I, I can't help it. It's just the way I am. It is very good. And like when you grab that banana and it it's like a dog toy and then it goes, <laughs> which is even funnier. Um, um, yeah, it's good. Aaron Winmeister's, isn't that Halley Halley? It's Halley Galley, yeah. Galley, yeah. Yeah. But, but with a banana instead of a bell, yes. Yeah, the metal bell in Halle Galley has been swapped for a softer banana. Um, yeah, presumably you prefer a banana. I like the banana a lot, yeah. Okay. Um, the bell's quite fun because you have to slap down to make it ring. So it's ah. a lot of people slapping down on top of each other's hands. Um, but I like the banana because A, it's a banana and that's always yeah. funny. Uh, and B, yeah. it squeaks. And that's funnier than a, a ringing of a bell. Venn diagram of things that are always funny. Banana, yeah, bananas, <laughs> bananas are always funny. Parts. Mm -hmm. Bananas are the, like the perfect creation. They are funny. They are nutritious. They can be used yeah. for many different things. Banana bread. Yeah. 
yeah. you know, they keep well typically. They come in their own skin, so you don't have to actually put them in anything to protect yeah. them. Yeah, true. Yeah, they're fantastic. You... Shout out to bananas. Matt, you work as <laughs> a big banana. <laughs> hey, I'm working as a big banana. Uh... <laughs> you just got ten pounds from doing that. <laughs> Matt Jarvis, a big banana. That, that'll be your business card. Please, the... let's move on from the this. Yeah, uh... just wear a banana costume. <laughs> Oh, super! Was it Super Ted that had Spotty the banana? Oh, there there is Super Banana as well, or some. There's a living banana, right? Um, I don't know. There's a living banana. Where? Yeah, Spotty from Super Ted is a living banana, I believe. How is uh, that? How is that kind of existence then? Children's cartoons. Uh, oh, just being a banana. Yeah, I mean, you've got a living teddy bear, so at that point, uh, a sentient think... banana is fine. The sentient banana is a bit more out there than the teddy. We've seen other living teddy bears, Matt. I've never seen a living banana before. Okay. What about? I've seen Banana Man. Oh yeah, okay. He's banana, not yeah. really a living banana. It's no, he's more just that Popeye. He's really into bananas. Yeah, he's Popeye but fruit based. Um wow. Yeah, yeah. He starts out as a small boy called Eric, but then when he eats banana, he turns into Banana Man, hmm. whose whose powers are very vague. And uh, I don't know my points out bananas in pyjamas, which are, I believe, meant to be uh, sentient bananas, but are very clearly people in. Yeah. There's animated. There's an animated about bananas in pyjamas. Yeah. Okay, got, got you got me there. there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's no need for them to wear those pyjamas, right? They're already dressed. Is a banana skin its clothes, oh or is God, it its skin? Matt, that is disturbing. <laughs> Here's no. an existential question for no, you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, it's their skin. Like, I don't want to peel no, my skin off skin. even just because you exactly. could. Like, <laughs> Maddie's got a point because your skin is technically an or It's an or It's its own organ. Yeah. yeah. There's stuff underneath it, but you're not. You don't want to pull yeah, it Bananas off. and pajamas are like partly peeled, though, aren't they? They're they're. Like the top is exposed banana, the bottom is dressed banana. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, they're people! (laughs) (laughs) Look, you know, like sometimes I wear a jumper and then I wear a coat over that. That's, they just, they're just accessorizing. Like it's like, (laughs) they're accessorizing with clothes. Yeah. Yeah. This is something that. Now I'm just not going to be able to stop me tonight when I'm pondering something on blog in Doucet's. I'm just going to be thinking about. Bananas and pajamas and yeah. how all that works. Uh, okay, let's move on from Batman that. Batman to bananas. Let's <laughs> move on. Batman to bananas. Uh, name of the podcast. Uh, I haven't really played many other board games. Uh, we played some Project Zomboid, which might appear as a members oh, video at some goodness. point. That was good fun. We played some Midnight Ghost Hunt, which <gasps> definitely will appear as a yeah. members video or several uh, members yeah. videos. The editorial team versus the video team. Yeah, who Chase won? Joined me and an I against Liv, Maddie, and Wills. It was uh, the championship of the what? century. It was very good fun. It was uh, fun. Also, Wills is horrendously good at that game. It's he's yeah. good at so yeah. many games, and it makes yeah. me so annoyed. I feel bad <laughs> that he's on mine and Liv's team. I feel like Liv's pretty good, but. I can just I just do such stupid things and I'm like, oops, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> it's a really hard game. That game it's is It's not easy. Yeah. Especially I also when they don't know how to attack as a ghost. So every time it's like midnight, I'm like, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, it's it's very difficult, especially when there's someone who clearly knows what they're doing. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone else is still a little bit like, hang on, wait. I'm like, what's yeah, the best how do way I turn into the lamp thing? again? Yeah. Or it's like uh, Wheels is doing like sick gamer strats. Trick shots, yeah, he's doing ghost <laughs> trick shots. Uh, ghost trick. 
goodness. Ghost Trick, what a game. I replayed Ghost Trick not that long ago. It's a fantastic game. Everybody I was going to buy it and then I decided not to. And now, now whenever, wherever you go on the internet, there's always at least someone saying something about Ghost Trick. Ghost Trick is so good. Uh, anyway, I haven't played anything else. I've started reading Dan to Dan. It's very good. I finished reading the whole of Takapi's Original Sin. It's very sad. Uh, I've watched Evangelion and Jojo. Uh, Alex Meehan, let's um, pass it over to you. Yeah, first thing I want to say is thank you for just to Justin Chu mm. for becoming a member of Dicebreaker ah, Plus. Thank you, Justin. Welcome. Thank you so much. You're going to be able to watch that Midnight Ghost Hunt video. Yeah, and yeah. it was the mention yeah, of our Battleship watch along as well. Oh, uh, clearly tided them over. But yeah, That's thank you. Coming. Welcome. Thanks for the support. Don't watch Battleship. Just watch us watch react. Us. <laughs> With zero context, just I going. Where's Rihanna? <laughs> if you if you do want, if you would like to ever see me genuinely angry, <laughs> get get me get us to do uh, like a video commentary on Eva Suicide Squad, the original, or um, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the film with Sean Connery. Oh, it made me oh. so angry, Matt. I've ne- I don't think I've ever been angry at watching oh. a film. I was fuming. Yeah. I was like, I've studied English literature and it's doing a poo on all of it. Oh. It's, it's, it's a bit of a waste, isn't it? It's a mockery yeah. of my degree. <laughs> oh, and also the Jekyll and Hyde character looks really, really bad. The CGI oh. is horrendous. Mm, it's a bad film. Uh, yeah, so uh, the reason why I'm not really talking about what I've been playing because I've not really played anything. Um, we played Frostgrave. We did. Um, earlier this week. Uh, and I got to confess to everyone uh, my sins. <laughs> I got a bit sorry. <laughs> Alex, me, and I would never have expected this of you. Don't say that to me. You know the only thing that really gets me sorted is Root. Um, <laughs> I don't know what came over me. I was playing Liv, and we had a really, like, nasty scenario. Yeah. Yeah, where there was, like, a, a wraith. Wraiths are not very also, nice. Also, the, the time I've got very salty at Frostgrave is with playing with a wraith. And I just, like, the first time I had it, I was like, I don't understand what I'm meant to do. I'm not enjoying this right now. I have to say, wraiths are very annoying. So, uh, what makes wraiths particularly bad is that they you cannot damage them unless mm-hmm. you have, like, enchanted weapons or if you use certain spells. So uh, they are immune to normal weapons. So most of the time you're not going to fling your wizard in there too much because they are very valuable and if they die, it's bad. Um, You're going to have your little squirters trying to hit them. Um, But they won't do anything. And also the Wraith does double damage. Yeah. Um, It's just a really awful enemy to fight. But... um, we were tackling that and there was this fun thing where whenever you picked up a piece of treasure um if you rolled like under 10 i believe it's under 10 mm. then a wraith another one would appear nearby oh god <laughs> so we ended up with having uh... two on the board we only got two actually we were actually quite lucky with the Not rolls but um initially they were just a uh, bothering live a lot <laughs> when i say bothering i mean killing her unit. <laughs> um and i was like well i'm i'm good over here i'm gonna capitalize on this 
and so I was trying to get as much treasure as possible, but managed to somewhat deal with the wraiths, uh, and Liv managed to sort of get some treasure herself. But it was right in the end, and I was just about to leave with my treasure. And there was a moment in the middle where I had the potential opportunity of attacking some of Liv's units, and I decided not to. Because I was like, you know what? It's been difficult for you and me. So I feel like we should just say, you know, Saratara mm. and, and kind of leave it there and go off into the sunset. You had like a friendship arc at the end. He just... Well, well, it was until <laughs> Liv decided to come up to my unit and try and take the treasure that I was leaving with. And that's what really set off the salt kind of salt shaker mm. and i was just going why do you have to be so mean <laughs> oh, and then wheels had the audacity to be like uh oh there's one rule of frost gravy and don't ever get salty and i just looked in like how dare you but um no uh, when i when i came to my senses i was like actually no that is the game <laughs> Yeah. about it <laughs> the whole point of the game is that you want to try and get treasures so um but yeah no it was fun it was difficult your scenario looked a lot a lot more sort of wild yeah we um, had very we had a lot of fun we didn't have any too bad monsters or anything. ours was um uh like four different teleport spaces and as soon as you stepped on the teleport it would teleport you randomly to another one and each had treasure on so it was like ending up at like random points of the board and it was really fun and there was some like really great moments we teleported like just the right location um it was yeah it was really really fun yeah i looked over Chaos. your board at one point the there was one teleport area oh, <laughs> and it looked like a death trap one place like like we had about like <laughs> six maybe like eight like people there like my wizard my apprentice like four of my guys like four of wheels guys i was like what is going on that looked like quite the grenade spot it, yes i got grenaded a few times oh was... come on of course you did you were playing against wheels yeah. <laughs> what he does is grenade um i came away with three treasures to his two so i am oh, i'm happy very nice very yeah. nice indeed uh, Kirby Rawstorm says Frostgrave looks awesome. You lot prompted me to buy the books. Oh. Yes. That's You're not going to regret it. People so are listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> Taking us so seriously. And thanks to um, Bubbles for becoming a Dicebreaker member. Yeah, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm very excited to play Frostgrave. I finally, I was in the office yesterday, so I, I brought back the correct yeah. box of bits yes. to make some miniatures this the time because the last one. box i bought back didn't have any torsos in no just all arms and Hard accessories and stuff that. like that Do you can you imagine matt jarvis coming in and all these all these just figurines are just <laughs> like just a really arms. like messed up like uh alone is it alone or limbo like one of those like biblically yeah. accurate angels where it's just like yeah it's like just, instead of wings yeah. it's yeah. arms it's just all arms and a head on top <laughs> i would like yeah. that so. yeah. grotesque vision um so you've got some torsos now. Yeah, I've nice. got so I've got a box of wizards, I've got a box of soldiers, and I've got a box of extra bits. So I'm extra hoping bits. to put put a squad together because nice. yeah, listening to you all describe Frostgrave, it's like everybody want to play Frostgrave. It sounds well, so you good. Need to be around to play with us. I know. You're always I know, off I know. having a personal life. You need to stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Okay. I will, yes, I will let my wife know. I'm sorry. Games days. Uh, <laughs> I won't be home. 
I'm, yep. I'm tell, your, tell your wife that you're doing very important things. Tell my wife I love her, but I'm playing. <laughs> I'm in Frostgrave. Sarah does not stop me doing anything, to be fair. Like, she's very supportive in all that I do. It's just that I live a very long way. Yeah, it's just that yeah. completely you want to spend time with your wife. You spend yes. time with I also your love life. her very much. Um, um, why are you married her? Uh, I, I was going to say, I'm also planning to paint my miniatures this weekend. Um, I did paint them last weekend. <laughs> But because I'm a dingus, I forgot to spray them. Aww. And it meant that when I painted them on, obviously plastic doesn't really just paint. It, it, it doesn't take to mm. paint very well. It just no. slides off. And also it's a very dark color. So I basically wasted about an hour and a half. Although, oh. you know, the, the therapeutic aspects of painting, you could say that it wasn't really a waste of time. Yeah, yeah, every everything you paint is like improving your skill set, right? Like every, exactly. you know, My it doesn't very poor skill set. Well, yeah. you only, you know, painting is one of those things that you literally improve by just doing it. So yeah, when people yeah. are like, "Oh, I can't paint very well," and it includes me, I don't paint super well, but I like doing it because it's like, oh, yeah. like yeah, I can see fair. that I'm better now than I was a year ago or two years ago. Haley so, Anderson but... says, "Painting without priming, yeah." F's in chat. I mean, <laughs> I will, I will say from the other members of my team. They do not make the same mistake. Uh, please do not believe that we're incompetent with painting. It's just me. The others are, are exceptionally good. You can watch okay. them regularly. That's Dunscore, baby. Dude, that's Dunscore. Exactly. <laughs> I'm embracing Dunscore. Uh, um, Hayley Anderson but... also says, have you guys heard of Gaslands? Yes. And we definitely want to play it. It's like, yeah. we have the book. Maddie, do you have, do you have a... Are they there? Are yeah. They within reach? Should, I go, should I grab that? <laughs> yeah. For the for the listening audience who are just listening, uh, we will describe what Manny's about to show. The yeah. Minute. So um, and for those who don't know, Gaslands is like a miniatures game with cars, and you can use kind of like Hot Wheels style miniature cars um, with a set of rules. And then it's kind of like Mad Max vehicular combat. Um, but yeah, you can basically use small cars that you pick up anywhere, such as Maddie's. Yes. My Hello Kitty Hot Wheels. <laughs> are they actual Hot Wheels as well? They're yeah. proper licensed. Oh Hot wow! Wheels. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Hello Kitty. There she is. Is she in the car? No, she is the car. It's got eyes. She is oh, the car. No, she oh is my the god! It's like Oh, uh, if it gets damaged, this is gonna be awful. It's got like a wacky racist kind of like design to it. Like that looks Who's like this? Homer Simpson's car as well. <laughs> uh, this is. Oh is this Kerapy? Is that yeah, how you pronounce it? Yeah, guy. <laughs> What is that car called that Homer made? Yeah, the one that. Oh, it's so good. Has the bubble car, right? The money for it. And he's like, I keep thinking of Canyonero, but it's not Canyonero. Canyonero is that car that Krusty advertises. Yeah, with song. And I, I watched the episode the other day, actually. Yeah. It's so. It does that amazing bit where you think it's finished, but then it comes back. Yeah. When I was uh, like uh, in my youth, uh, I would when Lime when LimeWire was a big thing. Uh, most of the songs I downloaded from LimeWire were songs from Simpsons episodes, and I would listen to them. This was like pre iPod days, so I would just have an MP3 player with like 128 <laughs> meg of memory, and I would just listen to songs from Simpsons episodes. So I had the monorail stuff on there, Obviously. had the Canyonero stuff on there. They're all yeah, about 30 right. seconds to 45 seconds long. Yeah, just little bits from <laughs> Simpsons episodes. Uh, See my vest, all of that stuff. Oh, like just listening goodness. to endless Simpsons like songs 
Um, yes. Matt Jarvis, if you're not careful, your door's going to be kicked in and the, the Batman's going to be there and he's going to absolutely get you for committing piracy about, like, <laughs> Look, 10 years ago. Look, of limitations. I was downloading them before. I was. I must have been, like, 10 or something. I don't know. I do I pay for I pay for music now and I buy vinyl records which is too expensive yeah. um, uh, Hayley Anderson asks how long have you been paying miniatures um, myself probably about a year <laughs> and then on and off because I'm not as dutiful as, as the others and I can, I'm quite an impatient person so That's when bad. something is very meticulous and requires very delicate you know, like movements, like a lot of crafting things. I'm like, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm just gonna slap this on. Like, uh, yeah, but whatever. that's the you gotta do it for yourself. That's the thing, right? It's like it doesn't matter if you do it for half an hour or three hours. Like as long as you're enjoying it while you do it. Yeah, like what about you? Yeah, through... How long have you uh, been playing miniatures for, Maddie? I got my. I can't. I must. I want to say like Christmas. 2020 or something so not that long um around then so I, I got like one mini and then i started painting it like a DD mini um and i was like oh this is this is really fun i spent four hours like doing her hair and i was like oh wow oh i'm interested in this so like the next day i went out and like bought a load of warhammer <laughs> i was like oh, go no. what did you collect like did, or did you just go for like whatever kind oh, of I literally like i have like a sylvanath army which like i have like that i could play with but literally i just have boxes of just stuff that i think looks cool or that i want to <laughs> use for other stuff like i i my Warhammer gets used. For it's all balance. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and that is the it's the super nice thing about games like Frustrate, right? It's like it does just yeah. let you use whatever you want to chuck together. For sure. Um, um, what about you, Mr. Jarvis? How long have you been painting miniatures for? Uh, when I was probably about the same time I was downloading Simpsons songs from LimeWire and listening to them on an MP3 player. Um, when I was younger, like, I don't know, seven, eight, I was big into Warhammer. So I collected Tomb Kings, as they were known at the time, uh, and probably are still known, but they are slightly more problematic now. Because uh, they're basically ancient Egyptian skeletons. Because I oh. like skeletons. Um, cool. I always thought they were super cool. Uh, and you so like I skeletons. To... I was a member of the Warhammer Club uh, at school. Uh, I once, I once won an award for best painting uh, for oh, a team wow. person that I did. Um, and then I got your bio on the website. It, you know what? It was in my CV when I applied for ah. this job because I put it in there as a fun little thing. That's so uh, cute. I bet that's uh, what got you the job. Probably, yeah. yeah, they looked at it as like, this guy's qualified. This guy. Um, <laughs> he gets it. Uh, yeah. And then after that, I got big into the Lord of the Rings stuff. So when that yep. started coming out around the films, so I, I subscribed to the magazine that was the Lord of the Rings magazine that would include things each month or whatever it was. So I, I collected a lot of, I love I loved the goblins of Moria. So I had a lot of goblins. Uh, uh, and I also liked Uruk-hai. I painted Lurtz with the little white hand of Saruman on his face. Cool. Um, yeah, and then I kind of fell off of models for a while because I was just busy with other stuff as I was getting older, you know. Um, so I then came into it probably not that long before I joined Dicebreaker, probably like a year or two before then. Got back into some of it and have kind of been on and off since, you know. It's not something I do every weekend, but sometimes Sarah and I will sit down for an evening or like an afternoon and we'll just paint 
things from like a board game or from miniatures games or yeah i know you've got your lord of the rings miniatures that you yeah, make I now do, yeah. for the i'm slowly of... painting the fellowship balance tomb yeah it's basically the fellowship and a load okay. of goblins so um Haley anderson also says i have a pair of hot wheels cars shaped like a donut and a cupcake for a novel to gaslands yeah. team that's I that. and that's, that's amazing excellent. and i want to see pictures that's incredible <laughs> Oh yeah, send us pictures to uh, Matt Jarvis. What's our email again? I always forget this. Uh, well, you can email them at podcast at dicebreaker.com. Uh, yeah, you can also send... find us at contact at dicebreaker.com. Yeah, send us emails and questions. I need yeah. Gaslands inspiration and a donut and a cupcake yeah. sounds like my ideal inspiration. So, I need to yes. start building my Gaslands team now. Maybe I'll build yeah. my Gaslands team and my Frostgrave team at the same time and just meld the two together. Yeah. Maybe I oh. maybe I just have Transformers so they are either humanoid for Frostgrave and That'd then they go so cool. and turn into cars for Gaslands. Oh. This is it. The perfect, the most efficient army. Uh, Beautiful. All right. Uh, uh, that's what I've, I've, yeah, I've literally just played Frostgrave this week. Um, I played some Gloomhaven last night. Digital. Nice. Digital. Nice. Uh, yeah, we're getting through it. That game is glitchy. Is it still in early access or is it out of early access now? No, it's not in early access anymore. Oh. It's just glitchy. <laughs> uh, at one point, the game was like, your character has reached the character. So in gloomhaven each character has like a goal that they want to achieve and when they achieve that goal they literally just leave the game and the oh. my game last night was like oh your character has achieved her her personal goal she's retiring now and i was like wait no no she hasn't <laughs> and it literally said like one out of four on the <sighs> goal thing oh really like, why are you doing this? I don't oh. want to retire. I like this character. You're being forced um, into retirement. <laughs> I'm being forced into retirement. Like a diva. Um, but luckily, my friend was like, let's let's kick you out and get you back in, and that might fix it. And it did. Um, but we're getting better at that game. We did mm. a scenario last night, and we, we got it first time. So nice. we're, we're upgrading from nice. having to redo missions about six times before doing them nice. uh, to only having to do them once. But, um, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Yeah. Muddy! Hello. I... You know how every single week I'm like pushing City of Mist back. Tonight I'm finally running my City of Mist game. <laughs> yeah, 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 exciting. Um, and I've also been playing. Um, me and Oliver, my partner, do like a hack of City of Mist. Um, we were playing Mutants and Masterminds, which is fun. But I actually wasn't really using anything that the system gives me, which is like kind of crunchy rules for your character. And I was like, I just want to like make up my own stuff. Um, so we've just kind of like done a hack for City of Mist where we use those rules, but it's not necessarily like based on a mythos, which I understand that's the point of City of Mist, but it's just a really, really fun system. Um, so we've been playing like a little little version of that, which is very fun. I love it. Big vibes. Mm-hmm. And then obviously D&D every week, every Wednesday. Instead of Frog, Frog City? Um, Frog City! I forgot about Frog City. Now I'm reminded about Frog City. <laughs> no, because yeah, that's, that's the last thing we played because that was last Thursday. And then yeah. last night we didn't play anything because we swapped City Mist for tonight. Oh. So everyone could play. So no, so normally every other Thursday, but no. But uh, they'll be going after Frog City. They'll be they'll be going into the hag's house and it's all it's like a... Whoa. That sounds less inviting than Frog City, I'm going to say. That's... Yeah. Yeah. It's less inviting. I mean... Hags got, they've had a bad rap. Like. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's make... nominative determinism, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, in, I don't know if this is spoilers for Spirit of Mind. 
um, the, the, the hag's house in the film, she's really nice. Mm. Yeah, she's a nice old lady. Yeah, just, they just hang out with her, yeah. Granny. Yeah, I, love, I she is like goals. Like she's like, when I retire, that's what yeah. I, who I want to be. <laughs> I want to live on my own in a house in the middle on, of nowhere. Legs. Yeah, have a little. Yeah, have a little lantern on on a foot. Uh, only get and... there by train. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that sounds pretty good to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just living the best life. Just hanging out. Uh, I'll give shout-outs. You mentioned City of Mist. Uh, folks should go and watch your video, Maddie, on the yeah. best superhero RPGs, which in which City of Mist appears, as yeah. well as Mutants and Masterminds, in yeah. fact. Yeah. Uh, it's a very good video. Uh, it's also yeah. up on the website as a list, if you prefer to read. Um, do both yeah. at the same time. They are, they're very good picks. Experience. Yeah, just absorb as much content as possible. Mm. Yeah, it's fun. Honestly, like, I, I think I said this before, like, playing D&D is so fun. I love it. But, like, now I've been a superhero with, like, super speed. I'm like, this is the best feeling. Like, just being able to be like, I'm going to, like, zip across there, like, so speedy and, like, describing all of, like, things go really slowly and, like, all the stuff you can do in that time. Oh, it feels amazing. I would recommend everyone yeah. becomes a superhero. Instead of moving, like, 10 feet. Per turn, yeah. you can suddenly yeah. move like a I'm thousand across feet. town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you move ten feet, and then you try and stab someone, and then you miss, and then you're like, "Well, that's it for the next half an hour." This is something I thought when I was chatting to Oliver about, which was really interesting because what I love about um, playing kind of a rules like game is that like if something fails, I don't just like try stuff over and over again as you would in D and D. Like if something doesn't do as well as I thought, my character is obviously like, oh, I should try something else. Yeah, and it really pushes you to like keep changing the way you're tackling things, and it's like it's so it's really really fun and really interesting, and it keeps fights so like engaging because you don't try the same thing twice. Like you every single time you try something slightly different, even if it's like uses like some of the same like roles like in the city of mist basically you have like tags and if i'm still using super speed but i'm using it in like 10 different ways because the first time didn't work like it's it's so cool i love it yeah city of mist seems uh cool i've wanted to play it for a while uh but i don't know when i'll get the chance to play it because i'm trying to organize an rpg uh with a group of friends and they are i think we're we're veering towards like classic fantasy which is all good mm. um but yes, it means that I feel like superhero RPGs are a little bit out of the way, but maybe yeah. one day. Um, <laughs> there's just so many. There's too too many RPGs. Yeah, so many, so many good RPGs. Yeah, uh, there really are. Uh, all right, let's move on over to news. This week's a little roundup of news. Uh, while we're chatting about news, if you're in the chat live, as you can be from every Friday at 2 p.m. BST, uh, let us know if you've got any questions for us and we might yeah. read some out towards the end of the show or if you're listening on catch up which is not how podcasts work if you're listening to this after the fact uh, you can email podcast at dicebreaker.com oh. uh, but let's whiz through some news quickly uh, just to let the folks know what's going on out there uh, this first one I pulled just because I think it's quite a cool thing to see and it's not something I've seen before in the industry um, as Mode which is the kind of like, I never know what to call them. They're basically a conglomerate, I guess. Yeah, they're a um, Beomoth. Just a huge, huge company that owns a lot of publishers in the tabletop space. So people like Fancy Flight, which makes Arkham Horror and a lot of the Star Wars games, they're owned by Asmodee. Catan Studio, which makes Catan, owned by Asmodee. Um, Days um, of Wonder. Days of Wonder, thank you. Yeah, Days of Wonder. Yeah, it, basically, if you think of a large to mid-sized studio, there's a very good chance they're probably owned by Asmodee. 
Um, after Hasbro, it's like the second biggest or third biggest uh, board game maker in the world. So it is enormous. Um, but here's a cool thing that it's doing. Uh, it's launching a new studio, one of many, but this one is focused specifically on accessibility and inclusion. Uh, so it's called, it's literally called Access Plus. Um, and it's being founded to, they say, uh, adapt board games for players with cognitive disabilities. So things that might affect things like speech or social relation, memory, um, you know, things like that. They are adapting initially existing board games. So their first three games are adaptations of Spot It, which I think it's called in the US and it's called Double here in the UK. Yeah, um, yeah it's the game with like circular discs and you try and find the matching picture between them. Uh, Timeline, which is a game that I like a lot, uh, which is very simple, where it's, you have cards with like inventions or people or events and you try and put them in the right place on a timeline. Um, and like as you add more and more, you have to then try and guess which two cards each one goes between, depending on when it happened. Um, and the other one is Cortex, which is like a puzzle game that I haven't played, um, but I believe it's like being fairly popular. So they're, you know, they're pretty broad, like family friendly titles. Um, but the idea behind this is that they will make physical changes to the components. So the cards will be thicker, they'll be larger, they'll be easier to hold in general. Um, and then the games will also have rules that have been rewritten. They'll have like a variety of difficulty options. They'll have the ability to play solo as well. Um, and then there'll be a little leaflet that explains why playing those games is like good for your brain or good for you know cognitive um, health and so on. So yeah, that's that's kind of what they've announced so far. I think they are due out. It's like Canada, France, and Belgium. I think later this year, so French language, I would presume, and then English language next year. Obviously, they're aimed at particularly like caregivers and like family who are looking after those with cognitive uh, disabilities. Um, but hopefully they are also, they will be widely available. Uh, we don't know for sure yet, but yeah, it's just, it's not something I've seen before. A studio of yeah. this scale, particularly focused on accessibility in this way. Um, so I just wanted to highlight it because it's a, it's a cool thing to say. Mm. Uh, cool. All right. Uh, next one, this is more of a PSA uh, for those of you who use D&D &D Beyond. Uh, two D&D books, two D&D 5e books, that is, uh, are going to be pulled from D&D Beyond, which is the, the app uh, or like the website that uh, you can use for things like character sheets, reference. Mm. Um, so Monsters of the Multiverse is coming out next or later this month um, or next month, I believe. I can't remember Maybe. exactly. Soon. Uh, but it means that Guide to Monsters and Tome of Foes, which came out uh, like a handful of years ago, I think one was 2016, one was 2018, um, they are both getting pulled from D&D Beyond um, mm. because I believe elements of those books will be contained in Monsters of the Multiverse. Yeah. Monsters of the Multiverse doesn't include anything new. It's all existing stuff yeah. that's just been um, revised to kind of work across all settings of D&D. So it does not surprise me that they're doing this, but it's not necessarily a good move. Yeah, because these also aren't comprehensive, I believe. Um, so Comic Book reported that uh, basically there's a lot that's in there from this. Like you say, it's it's existing stuff, but there's a lot they leave out. So bits of lore, like some DM tips, um, and just also, content. So if people want to access that content, they're now forced to buy this Monsters of the Universe. Sorry, Monsters of the Multiverse book obviously, which will cost them more money unless they have 
Is there's a premium, right? Um, no, you have to buy everything separately. I can't. I can't yeah, you do. It. And I think so people who already own them will be able to still use them, but you won't be able to buy them um, separately going onwards. And Oh, OK. So they might force them to. Yeah, they're not. Okay. They're not That's getting rid something. of this if you already own it, but it's worth mentioning. So uh, May 17th, so only a few days from now, wow. uh, they will no longer be available to purchase. So if you want to go okay. and grab them, go and grab them soon. Um, so, yeah, just a, a PSA, like I say, uh, in case you want to get that stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one. So D and D Beyond was recently bought by Hasbro, which uh, owns Wizards of the Coast, which mm. does D and D. So the hope is that by doing that, you know, D and D Beyond was kind of its separate thing. It was mm. so it, it used. They were the very D&D very closely tied with Wizards, though. Like, yeah, it, it was yeah. it was it was always a very official thing. It's not like this is you know uh, some random third party kind of independent site that's doing its own thing and mm. releasing DD content on there this the dnd beyond i was surprised to learn that they weren't already owned by wizards of the coast yeah but like now that they basically are kind of made i don't think it's really going to change all that much well i'd hope um only- on the optimistic side i hope that it means that because i think at the moment if you buy a physical dnd book you don't get that in dnd beyond no which feels like I a mean, major kind of oversight so, like i yeah. Was, yeah. Like, i just would love a pdf alongside my dnd books like i do my notes on on google docs and i have a physical book and like trying mm. to transfer that stuff would be so helpful with a pdf like just be nice mm. Um, Maddie makes, uh, sorry, I said Maddie. <laughs> Patty in the chat makes a good point by saying, I actually like the fact that they're removing them. It means new people will not buy the wrong one. Yeah, I think yeah, that's, that's a true. that's a fair point. You know, that, that material is, like say, a, at least a handful of years old. I think it's just a shame that there is content that some people just won't be able to access at all. You know, if mm. they, it's not everything that was in those books in their new book, uh, there will be things that are missing, which seems like a shame. Um, yeah but um, yes but yeah the hope is that when you buy physical copies of the D source books you you i don't think they'll do it because it costs them money um but the they, ideal should thing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they should do they should do now that they own D beyond they should do if you buy the physical copy of the book you should get access to all the stuff on DD Beyond. Whether they'll actually do that or not, I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure someone is crunching those numbers somewhere. And I'm sure, you know, you could buy that book, get the code, and then resell the book. But that's like anything, really. There are so many things that are similar. Sure, I'm sure. I don't really think it's worth. Yeah. Looking at looking at Hasbro's recent profit reports, mm, they're yeah. doing just fine. Well, that's not exactly <laughs> ever stopped any company from not trying to. This is true. Um, so, yes. Uh, Finally, in this uh, quick news haul, uh, I wanted to give a shout out for the RPGs for Reproductive Justice bundle, uh, which is mm. over on Itch uh, and obviously is supporting um, folks over in the US around the, the recent leaked documents uh, suggesting that the US Supreme Court will overturn Roe versus Wade, uh, which obviously basically allows abortions um, and medical care. Um, so yeah, it's, I mean, it's just, a grim state of affairs really over in the us and like it's, it's pretty bad out there i will say at the moment really yeah, some yeah. Of the, obviously precursor um please give yourself a break from all of this it's very stressful and mentally mm. taxing so do not fall into a hole of misery mm. uh i.e get off twitter 
uh, for for a good while. That's generally but, good advice, <laughs> regardless yeah, of context. But don't doom scroll. But um, it's it's looking. There are a lot of very shady right wing stuff going yeah. on in the in the US and in the UK. And well. UK yeah. Um, regarding uh, you know like local governments and you know the Supreme Court um, trying to sneak. Um, you know, laws through or overturn laws that that are restricting people's rights, not just to abortion, but and you know, healthcare, but also you know, to to talk about their sexuality, to you know, affirm their gender. So uh, having these bundles come out, even though obviously that there are there are small thing, but it's still like some way. If you ever feel like you're what am I supposed to do about this? Mm. They at least they feel like some way that you're doing, you're yeah. doing something, you're doing something about it. By, yeah, it's by a way to support those bundle. doing the good fight. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so in this case, sales of the bundle will go towards the National Network of Abortion Funds. Um, so it's based in the US, um, and yeah, it provides basically support and resources to those um, who, yeah. Like Need healthcare for any reason, yeah. yeah. Reproductive uh, healthcare. <laughs> so yeah, and you know you can nab a load of almost like yeah. sixty games for for twenty five dollars, and all of that money goes towards that. So, There's some good ones know, in there as well. You Star get some Cross. really good games, and it goes towards a really good cause. So, yeah, Starcross um, is on there, you know. which I love. Yeah, Starcross is great. Starcross, it's like dread but cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, if you are yeah if you are looking for some good games and you want to help good cause, there's a way to do it. Yeah. Um, if you can afford it of course mm. um all right let's move on to this week's segment uh in a bit of a tricky tangent out of that yeah uh, to go to something very light now Silly, yeah. um mm. but this or t- today very recently um they announced that there are official Catan yep. and ticket to ride cookbooks on the way you can read about it on the website mm. right you can now read Rain, about it on dicebreaker.com yeah, so they're due out next year, is that right? Mia? So Catan, the Catan cookbook is due out 2023 spring. The Ticket to Ride one is due out in summer. Okay. Um, they have not revealed anything about what recipes will be in the book. And <laughs> they don't know. What, well, the thing is, right, here's the fun thing. <laughs> Ticket to Ride, the original, has at least some focused theme of like it's train journeys across mm. the, across North America and right. it's got a kind of 19th century vibe I think but um that gives you something to work with right Catan <laughs> is a game about colonialism, colonialism <laughs> and and civilization building I don't know what recipes are you going to get from that unless like this cake looks like a brick <laughs> yeah, well, like they've done cookies that just like look like pieces <laughs> luckily yeah. we are here to do exactly that yeah. and to, to come up Matt Jarvis is so impressive himself about this title for this segment, by the way. Uh, inspired by right. maybe Katana and maybe Ticket to Ride, but maybe just board games and tabletop games in general in a section that I have written yeah. in this document so as a la carte. Yeah! <laughs> now I say it out loud, it sounds like a la carte. Um, hey, so it's a win-win, my, baby. My boyfriend, yeah. <laughs> my real-life boyfriend. Everything tastes like blood. Uh, and or ash. <laughs> And or, no, I won't say that on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. 
So we're gonna we're gonna just like come up with uh yeah some some dishes based on I mean for those who haven't seen uh, Alex Oles's dice baker videos from a little while ago, uh, go and check those out because they cross over with some of this already. Uh, she did a like a very good job of making like Azul tiles, like different yeah. components from board games. I tasted some of those biscuits. They were good, yeah. The Azul biscuits, they were good. Uh, they... But we're going the other way here, where we're kind of well, I guess we're going in a similar direction. It's it's dishes inspired by board games, mm-hmm. so all tabletop games. So it can be an RPG, it can be anything you want. Um, who's got any ideas? I'm gonna kick off and say that. Let's maybe try and come up with our ideas for Katana and Ticket to Ride because I think okay, it's Okay, let's do that okay. first. Uh, okay, Ticket to Ride, it's a train-shaped cake. It's one of those Colin the Caterpillar cakes. But you stick a little like chimney snoot on it huh? and then you... Chimney, a chimney what? <laughs> a chimney snoot and then you stick a little it? carriage on the back of it. You put, some, like, you put some chocolate yeah. fingers down as a rail and then it's a train. <laughs> And uh, it's I think Lily's made train cakes. Actually. She oh, did, didn't she? Yeah. I, I ate some of those. Yeah, carriage cakes. They were really good. Oh, they, they were much cakes. better than my suggestion. <laughs> you would, you would, you're talking about like a full-on novelty cake, uh, mm. in the that. in the same vein as as our Lord and Savior Colin the Caterpillar. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> one of the few British institutions that I do support. <laughs> <laughs> Um, where it's like, yeah, where the the different parts of the train are made up of like, oh, sweeties and, and various confections. I wish they that made that because I would love to get that cake for Oliver's birthday. But I'm like, I don't know how I would make that. But I he, that. do they like trains? Yeah, Oliver loves trains. Oh, loves a train. I'm slowly yeah. building up a picture of this person. <laughs> <laughs> Likes trains. Likes Vampire the Masquerade, mm-hmm. likes yeah. D&D, uh, lost a shoelace. <laughs> it's all coming together, all of it. I've got, I've wow, got my own like, board with, with strings being like, who is this person? When I say he likes trains, what I mean is that he wishes that he ran a train and that's his, like, he wishes he drove mm. a train, like, everywhere. Like, he wishes that he could drive a train yeah. on the road. It's all of us secretly related to my job. There's a, there is something, like, yeah, very uh, appealing about the idea of just tooting along in a train yeah you know going boop boop uh and just seeing the countryside i'm sure like, train drivers do a very hard job you know thank you for your yeah yeah thank you for for driving the train at like 11 o'clock at night while mm. there's just yeah. absolute chaos going on yeah. in the underground because oh, people falling in you know um, soft drinks across the room and vomiting. Wow. Um, I really soft drinks, uh, no, yeah. I Move really on. love the idea of going on like a kind of turn of the century, like you know, I think you can still sort of do it in Russia and various other places where you go on like a really fancy schmancy train, mm. yes, uh, and then Orient you stay in like a cat, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 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 Where you stay in a carriage and then you have like a like a five course meal, yeah, and everyone dresses really fancy, yeah, uh, and then and then someone I... gets murdered and you have to solve a mystery, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I'll be wearing a dress that makes my butt look really big, <laughs> <laughs> and then and you'll have food. one of those long cigarette holders with a candy stick yeah. at the end, yeah, 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 <laughs> and a elaborate like, hairdo, yeah. 
and I've got one of those little brooches that's like here. Well, like yeah, like, like a, a pearl like... choker, which is like mm. exactly. This is the dream. Uh, food wise. Food wise. <laughs> I thought. What if you made like little, lots of like little rock cakes or something to look like coal? That's what I think. I would like to oh, be able to eat coal. Burn a rock cake. <laughs> I feel like the scale of that though then means you're having to almost construct it like one to one. So at some point you're just yeah. building a life size train out of cake. Oh, but no, I know. No, no, I mean, no. just just the coal. Like I oh, just okay, want no. a bucket of coal, but it's edible. Oh, a bucket of coal. Okay. I, I thought you like... were like starting with the coal and then doing the burner and then doing the engine. I was that's like, that's ambitious. No, that's like a gingerbread. Like ah, oh, gingerbread, life size train. Like I that I could get it. Mm. I'd love that. Life size. So you yeah. okay? So you want to run the recipes in this book? <laughs> Something that a normal <laughs> person is meant to realistically be able to achieve. You want it to be a life size train made entirely from gingerbread yes yeah okay. yeah as people are saying in the chat uh alum one world uh tickets paris to vienna cost four thousand one hundred and twenty pounds for orange express so if i make a gingerbread one it's probably cheaper okay like i could probably yeah, you can't my ride around better. in it no. unless you make it usable as well which... i just feel like a tv screen in one of the windows oh. so like have stuff going past i feel like okay. that amount of gingerbread is gonna i mean it's not gonna be <laughs> thousands maybe but it's certainly going to be not cheap i mean cheaper this makes me think of a show on netflix that you can watch it's really stupid Mm -hmm. oh my god what's it called um it's a u.s talent question mark show where people who are bakers and then people who are engineers work together to and the the term is called bacon ear they actually use it um that um and they make like they make edible things that are also can like then like they make a robot one episode they are tasked with making a robot and the robot has to like go through an obstacle course and And, also be edible yeah and also be edible and like they make a boat in another episode uh and it has to float on the water and like some of the things that people come up with because they the judges don't really eat like the thing that they make they eat like a dessert that's on top of the thing that they make because a lot of the time the thing that they make they use disgusting i was gonna say i feel like it's not it's not real i want to be able to i mean you could eat it just be horrible well i want it to be nice it's like, oh, this boat really tastes like pond scum. Well, no, like one of the one of the teams came up with like a sort of cement-based glue almost that was made out of melted gummies and wow. chocolate. That when it right. formed together, it would like seal things to, like an adhesive. Wow. I'm trying to remember what the hell is it called? Oh. It will come back to me. You can watch it on Netflix. It's fairly obvious what it is. Um, Banning wrong legs. So they waste food to make bad machines, basically. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of that. It's really stupid. The bigger, the better, like cooking show stuff where it's like no one is eating that amount of food. No. Um, Um, As for my, I mean, the thing is that this is what I'm imagining this book's going to be like. Because they take rail journeys across the north, across North America, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just imagining mm-hmm. that there'll just be different recipes based on different states. From oh, that's the US. a nice so idea. That, yeah, yeah nice. Like, I like that. That is very yours, much yeah, what they're like doing. I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee that's what they're doing because I can't imagine anything else that they would do. I mean, so. that's not a bad way to go. 
I mean, that's that's quite a nice concept of just like well, here's something from each state or each major city. Yeah. Like, here's yeah, a Philadelphia. they would probably look at the routes from in the game mm. and be like, okay, here are the destinations that you can go in the ticket ride. Let let's take something. Yeah. From and maybe lean into its kind of ye olde vibes. Yeah, um, that's true. It's smart as well because then you can do Ticket to Ride Europe, the cookbook, and Ticket to Ride India. Exactly. So I'm expecting a pumpkin pie. <laughs> Just in general, not necessarily yeah. related to. I'm expecting a pumpkin pie <laughs> at some somebody. point mm. uh, from some state, wherever pumpkin. I don't know about the US. I, I don't know where like places are. Canada, right? Illinois, I know that's one of the states. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just because of Sujan Stevens? For a uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, for Catan, mm. I'm gonna pitch this. It's yes. you've got you've got lamb for sheep. Okay. You've oh, got potato on. croquettes for bricks or like brick shaped croquette things. I do love a croquette. So that's bricks. Uh, what are the others? Wheat. So you've got like um, buckwheat or like uh, like the puffed Bread. wheat stuff. Oh yeah, you could have bread. No, we haven't puffed no, wheat. Bread. We've had puffed wheat. Puffed wheat. Puffed yeah, wheat. Like yeah. Shred, having like having lamb a... croquette. Yeah, like rice puffed wheat. Yeah, it's actually let's combine this all together. So it's a it's a slice of lamb. It uh-huh. is then coated in rice krispies for the wheat. Oh yeah. Um, it's then served... rice krispies are rice. It's then cooked on. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said rice krispies. To be honest, I just went along with it. It's like, yeah, that sounds like wheat to me. Wheat. I don't. Oh, is those? Is that shredded? You can get puffed wheat, right? Yeah, shredded wheat or um, covered in shredded lamb, wheat. Covered in shredded wheat. Yeah, and then cooked, cooked on a hot brick. Oh, because oh. Of the brick. Uh, what you else cook it on a hot brick. I yeah, you can cook anything on a hot brick if you try hard enough. I, is that your quote? Yeah, put that on my. Cook tombstone. anything on a hot brick. Uh, get that on an apron. <laughs> Put that on my tombstone after I die from an unfortunate hot brick related accident. <laughs> man, uh, man dies after attempting to cook, I don't know, an entire lamb on a hot, on a single hot brick. Uh, what else is a resource in that game? Game. Game. Um, um, there's what? Games. Sheep, wood, brick. Or. What are you going to do with ore? Um, How are you going to make that into something? Uh, sprinkled gravel over a the bowl? top. You can have like oh. an iron oh, bowl. Oh, bowl's good. Bowl's good, yeah. Or, or a rock candy. <gasps> or oh. rock salt. Rock salt. Rock salt. There you go. And then that's everything, right? That's your Catan, yeah. a Catan steak or Catan lamb. Oh, shank. clay. The clay oh, is clay. brick, right? Cook it in the clay. Yeah, in there the clay we go. Oven. Clay and brick in one. Oh, yeah. wood. Aaron Winweiss's wood. Oh, and uh, to heat the clay oven. You have to eat it with chopsticks. Pepperoni <laughs> looks like a word a little bit. Do you say no? pepperoni? What? It looks like pepperoni a steak. looks like wood. It looks like a steak. <laughs> <laughs> pepperoni. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't even eat pepperoni, so. I don't think anyone does. Uh, well, if you're I, a school child. Um, something, yeah, you have to eat with chopsticks or you have to eat with sustainable wood cutlery. There you go, or you make an entire chocolate log, <laughs> yeah. For okay, that's for, what I've been doing for dessert, for dessert is, a, is log. a log, yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. Okay. okay, there's your Catan <laughs> main and dessert, which I feel is slightly too towards, towards the main that has like four <laughs> of the five things, and then just that a log. Fanny <laughs> Rung like says twiglets, question mark. Oh, yeah, sticky, a twiglets and pepperoni meal. What is oh, chocolate God. bark? 
Tell me about oh. this chocolate bar. Like, what the hell is that? You like melt chocolate and stuff, and then like you can like, what? like, like so it's like thin, thin chocolate, mm. and like it, like it, it sets. Yeah. And you can have like thin, like little bark pieces. It looks like bark. You know. You could make coconut grass as well for the for the sheep fields, but mm-hmm. that would not be good for people with no allergies. No, that's, no. that's um, All right. Oh, oh no. Alan one world says all could be blood pudding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you got have either of you got suggestions for Catan or shall we pitch for a different a different board game? I think that's about as good as we we're gonna get to be. Yeah, I thought like that was that was a real team effort there. Yeah. yeah. That was delicious. I don't know what people <laughs> It doesn't need to be delicious, it just needs to be thematic. What we've got to do is no, we've got to good. open up a restaurant. Right, like we're opening up a restaurant, icebreaker restaurant. Um, home cook, home cooking, home cooking. Uh, yeah. And then we invite Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, <laughs> like Gordon Ramsay, we need your help. Okay, but we do <laughs> icebreaker cooking, and we get yeah. We're Gordon doing Ramsay this all from we're doing this we're doing this all from Matt Jarvis's house. <laughs> <laughs> That's the restaurant, your house. Okay, you're the only one in the house. Yeah, so we got everyone has it. a kitchen. <laughs> Yeah, we need we need places for people to eat. You got loads of rooms in there, don't you? Okay. We you might use all your rooms. You could just have one yeah, of those. All of them. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm sure you get one one room free for the restaurant. Uh, um, and then we invite Gordon Ramsay, and he comes over, and then we feed him that bit all. And then we'll be acclaimed. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be only positive about it. Yeah, he'll love it. Gordon, try this Catan steak. Uh, Much like the game, it is quite disappointing. No, Uh, don't say that. We're supposed to send them on it. You can't say that. It's the story. It's like a Heston Blumenthal thing. Yeah, we'll be like Gordon Ramsay. We know how much you love. (laughs) We know how much you love Catan. Try (laughs) this delicious steak. Uh, Haley Anderson. Once uh, says that uh, they should do a Sushi Go based cookbook, which is a very good shout. Yeah. yeah. I guess yeah. you just like draw right. happy faces on all the sushi ah. and then it's just sushi. <laughs> you can do that. They do that all the time. Yeah. When you see the pictures of the bento boxes in Japan, that like parents, that's all I want. I want. Yeah, they make faces out <laughs> I want a parent to make me oh, a cute God. little bento yeah. making TikToks I watch. Let me Love eat this. It. Katsu curry shaped like Pikachu. Uh, oh, and yes. they have, like, you can do little, that. It looks like the rice is like under a blanket yeah, of curry. It's, it's amazing. Like it is a real art form. Like genuinely. There's um, a local cafe in, in Japan. I never went, but oh. they, they did that. Uh, Andy Houghton also asks any recipes for cosmic frog, <laughs> uh, which I feel answers itself because cosmic yeah. frog. You know, you take a frog, you boil it in the blackness <laughs> yep. of space. Take for a, a few frog, minutes, and then you serve. You take a frog, you squeeze it. Oh, don't speak uh, No, it's, I mean, it's, uh, this is a vegetarian saying this, by the way. You take a frog, it's it's dead. <laughs> you squeeze it, <laughs> and all the juices come out. Oh, I don't think that's oh, how frogs God. Work. Like squeezing a lime. No, they're, they're wet, aren't they? They're all soggy. So you just squeeze them, all the juices come out. They're not like yeah. that. They're slimy, right? They're it's not slimy. Gotta... They're, like, they're like cold. But they're not like that... stopping wet or like they don't have like picked... juices. <laughs> Having picked up a toad, I know that they're slimy. So there's <laughs> got to be some juices going in there somewhere. Uh, anyway. Uh, Angel B also says blood bowl, a bowl of fancy tomato soup, which is yeah. very good. Uh, and then well. you dip them all just doing in. quips. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, one from earlier, but I loved it so much. David Lennon 
Leonard Flanagan, uh, betrayal, gingerbread house, and like secret room, oh, like that's a mystic good. elevator and oh, secret yeah. passage. Oh, I've just been cool. thinking about that the entire time. Yeah. Uh, okay. What other what other tabletop games can we riff on for food? See, um, I was like, I I don't know if you guys, but I follow on Twitter like the Red Wall like food bot that just does like food like passages of food from red bull so i was like obviously something like root where they're just like what oh, little snacks sweet, yeah. and stuff i'm glad you're going that way rather than the cooked having. cat cooked bird <laughs> no, no i was thinking what they're eating like what you know something Nuts. nice <laughs> yeah mm. yeah nice um stuff. yeah you could have like a root trail mix i feel yeah. oh clearing mix yeah i really Whenever I play Wingspan, all I want to do is just eat the eggs. eggs oh, yeah. we, we need some, some yeah. Eggs. Sugar just eggs, yeah. right? Wingspan branded mini eggs. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because then we'll make them ourselves, right? We just rebrand mini eggs. Just put like tip yeah. X over the word mini eggs <laughs> and just white Wingspan in a biro. No, you just get some chocolate and some sugar stuff, right? That's what they do. Yeah, as simple as that, yeah. Yeah. You just put that on there. Easy. Um, I mean, there, just... there are off-brand mini-eggs, mm-hmm. to be fair, so... Yeah, they just call them chocolate egg, right? Small chocolate yeah. eggs, yeah. something like that. In the little vein of re- yeah. <laughs> of dodging legal claims, mm. <laughs> they just do Leon the... They do Leo the Lions, you know, like um, Aldi. Aldi do Leo the Lions, and I'm like, uh, uh. okay... <laughs> Yeah, again, Marks and Spencer are inspiring. Let's say inspiring. <laughs> um, David Leonard Flanagan also says, how to make little jellies, like the energy from King of Tokyo. Oh, oh. yeah, they're like, they are little squares, aren't they? Ah. Yeah, they're little green. They look like mm. they should taste like lime. Yeah, I feel like you could do something like that for Pandemic as well, but whether you would want to eat the Pandemic disease cubes... <laughs> I don't know. Eat the pandemic disease cubes. That's they just, they, they are, yeah, they're just like little jelly jelly squares. Uh, Azul, I will say, they already look like, you know... Um, Tasty sweets. Yeah, like coughs. And particularly Azul st- stained glass of Sintra. Mm. They re- they look and they feel like cough sweets or mm. like um, those kind of like, a, what do you call them, like boiled, boiled sweets. The yeah. ones in, in the original Azul look like, okay, this is going to be fun. <laughs> um, do you remember? And they might still exist. There's a little purple packet of sweeties, and inside were these little. They were like hard, and they were a bit like they were basically like skills, but they were like square, square, and slightly rounded. Oh, oh yeah. are they tutti fruities? Oh, I think yeah. you might be right. Yeah, they look yes. like they look like they would taste exactly like that and yeah. be like chewy in the middle. Oh, I love yeah. chewy fruities. Oh, I have such a sweet tooth. It's terrible. And then you get them, and they're just really hard on the outside. Oh yeah, like, was that sweet breaking or was that my enamel? <laughs> but the chewiness, the chewiness oh, in the inside. So yeah. yeah, you have to work to get to it, but by yeah. the time you get in there, you're like, I earned this. Yes. I earned this center. <laughs> Angel beats <laughs> as I want. An edible Jenga tower. Ooh, yeah, I, I think Lolis did make an edible Jenga tower, did she not? I don't um, know. I think Lolis did make shortbread, one. right? That's yeah. what you make it as. Uh, oh, that would be uh, dangerous for me to be around. So, Fireball <laughs> Island, you could have atomic fireballs, and every time your character gets, you could use them in the game, and every time your character gets knocked over, you can then eat what atomic fireballs? What's that? 
oh my god atomic fireballs were the thing when when i when i was a boy uh, <laughs> i used to get to the shop and they they i think they're very strong aniseed or some were oh, aniseed wait. some were like chili um, but they were like hard they were like little about. gobstoppers almost but they're uh, like they're bright red they're bright red yeah they come like in a, a yellow clear pack oh okay so the ones i'm like a yellow about. cardboard box for some reason, I'm thinking of ones that came in like a clear packet, and but they were similar in the the yeah. idea was still I, there are a few like really that, spicy like, toxic waste and oh, like, yeah. the, like basically the things that kids yeah. buy because they're like oh no like these <laughs> yeah, are so like hard to eat he's gonna make you sick <laughs> <laughs> oh my god toxic waste that was yeah that was a that was a thing yeah and I yeah. I remember my friend had some and they were like. This is gonna be radical. They didn't actually say that. But it was the nineties, after all. Saying. Yeah, it was. This the 90s. is gonna be gnarly. This yeah. is gonna be gnarly. Um, yeah, I had one, and I I spat it out because it was. So, <laughs> so you go. Oh, do you remember those really big white gobstoppers? Yeah. Mm. The ones you'd have yeah, to door like breakers, lick. Right? Yeah. Door breakers. That's it. You had to like you. You were enormous and white, and they were covered in powder, mm. and you would have to lick them for ages, and they would very, very slowly become smaller. Yeah. Well, you could smash it with a hammer and just like yeah. eat the small pieces, at one at a time. I never saw that. That's sacrilege. You can't do that. Well, you know, sometimes you don't have. Well, you've like got to work for your to... chewy bit in the middle, Matt. You got to lick. You got to. <laughs> work your way through look it down <laughs> well that's another one okay <laughs> uh i feel like we've we've steered off the road of board game related yeah issues. let's let's do a couple more before we round off this podcast mm, uh, andy Horton says point salad point salad salad is good yeah salad mm-hmm. i mean isn't Perfect. point salad just kind of like the salad buffet at Pizza Hut or something like that, because it's just every vegetable kind of. No, together. because the salad buffet at Pizza Hut has croutons and, and Thousand like Island dressing mm. and very yeah, very sad bits. looking lettuce. Yeah, floppy lettuce. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> it's been cooked by the fluorescent glow. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Hours. and like obviously pasta and coleslaw. Yeah, look. Oh no! Wait, hang on. I was thinking of the harvester salad bar. Oh, harvester salad bar. No, that's a step up from Pizza Hut. That is a step pizza up. Pizza Hut was good for pizza, not so good for salad. Yeah, understandably, yeah. they're not called, you know, salad hut. For uh, those who may not know what harvester is, <laughs> it's a brand of restaurant. Yeah, that's like a pub type restaurant where the main menu items were like ribs and chips, burger and chips, steak and chips. Yeah. And then, but the highlight was always the free salad bar. Mm. Which you could just well stack stocked. as hard as you want. Yeah. yeah, you just stack that up. <laughs> there you go. Uh, um, some highlights from the chat. Pink Daisy says, crunchy hive insects. <laughs> yeah. Given that the insects in hive are like spiders, which don't, oh. I'm sure a spider is not tasty. Unless it, you use Look, the legs like a little lollipop stick. They're and then... saying that insects are the future. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, insects, I've eaten insects, they're fine. Wait, um, what? I don't want to eat insects. I, nothing that's crunch. I, nothing yeah, I've eaten, nothing like, that's crunch? Grasshoppers, ants, like... No, Wet, no, Matt, dry, we, need to, um, we need to unpack this. I got a grasshopper leg stuck in my teeth. Um, <laughs> no, we need, to, we need to unpack Maddie. 
You said not no crunch. Oh. Do you just mean that the the texture? Yeah, no. In my species list of wet, dry, or crunch, all insects are crunch, and I don't eat any anything that's crunch. So yeah. you don't know because do you just not eat anything with the crunch texture? No, I like a crunchy texture. Just nothing that is an animal that I have categorized as crunch. Oh, okay. What about ant custard, which I've seen before? That's Ugh. crunch. That yeah, is but you don't crunch. taste the ants. No, but like the <laughs> they're animal, just there. But the animal is originally there. crunch is a biological <laughs> category. You're not even supposed to eat them. They just exist. Well, they, had, they had protein or whatever. Um, uh, Kevin Ross says it's banana gram split. Oh. Really good, yeah. You could have like for some little... reason I was imagining it like in the little zip up banana you have ice cream yeah. and I was like that's horror that would ruin we could have little like pouch. sugar tiles for the letter tiles as well so uh, oh wait Maddie was imagining ice cream in the felt bag yeah that was like oh. my oh. first thought which I was like, like a, no and then you cut the end like an ice like a piping bag oh, and just squeeze the ice cream in the felt. that that makes me you know when you your teeth like feel yeah. really sensitive Fuzzy. when you think about something like when you squeak them against an apple like thinking of about, about ice cream in the felt bag <laughs> mm. ice cream oh. in the felt bag sounds like a 70s like prog rock <laughs> album <laughs> we're ice cream in the felt bag uh cracks of quedlinburg oh, what about cracks of quedlinburg says yeah. alan with my okay delicious potion got, drink yeah it's gotta yeah. be a stew of some kind or yeah like a big yeah. bowl or something yeah um, you chuck some rat tails, uh, rat tails. <laughs> so gummy you worms for rat green, tails green spiders this yeah this feels like a kid's halloween like meal like my mum mm. used to make like big halloween feasts and it would be like bats droppings but it would be like chocolate raisins and stuff like your mum is the best oh she, yeah she uh, halloween's incredible she's amazing but yeah that she yeah that would have been something she would have made just like a pot of that's good halloween yeah. bat droppings i'll make Spooky you a halloween, i'll make you a halloween feast we'll do it oh my god maddie spooktober <laughs> is really taking shape yeah uh, oh god happy teriyaki salmon says hm Ah, uh, the happy salmon is yeah, it's primed for because it's just put it in salmon. the felt bag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, eating smoked salmon out of that felt bag, just like unzipping and just taking out a little <laughs> bit of smoked the salmon. Smell of that bag? Bring, bring you my lunchbox. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the felt bag with some literal salmon. <laughs> I only yeah. eat my food out of like felt bag shaped like food. Yeah, it's got. I've got to open it up, and the thing yeah. has got inside has got to look like that. Yeah, or the opposite, right? Is you surprise people, and it's like you're unzipping the banana bag, and then salmon. Salmon's in it. Salmon in the banana bag. Yeah, that's even more disturbing. Yeah, you're just you're just mind freaking people, <laughs> Matt Jarvis. <laughs> what is um, Pink Daisy says, are crabs or crustaceans crunch? Oh, that's so true, and I would eat that. You got me there. Yeah, I'll eat that. Okay, well, we established this. Um, okay, and then they say, more importantly, a rat tail's crunch. We wouldn't know. Well, no, because no, a rat's not crunch. Yeah. Great, so my biological category of animals are animals that are either wet, dry, or crunch, and like basically where's a rat fall under? yeah do you like remember a rat, rat can either be dry. wet or dry a rat yeah, is but dry they can be wet. you can get a wet rat for sure yeah but like if a rat in but a wet rat has to have been made wet they're yeah, not actually wet if you took a fish out of the water it would be dry right no when no, it, it, it holds moisture it's just like a frog. Yeah, frog is wet. Yeah, frog, frog is wet. There you go. Frog is wet. Thank I'll you. do a TED talk on my biological category about soon. But... <laughs> on how to eat everything. It's not about crunch. eating. It's about the other animals eating each other. Like a catfish should not be able to eat a bird, but they did it, and that's why it was so wrong. And then... 
Maddie, you are going to blow scientists' minds. They're not <laughs> yeah. going to have any what idea. This scientists is never going to see this coming. They're going to um, be like, "Holy smokes, we never even considered yeah. this." <laughs> I got my own science. I, uh, I got my, my own thing. Okay, let's quickly finish on that that line, uh, Maddie. Quickly, uh, are these board games wet, dry, or crunch? Oh, uh, Catan. But they're just all dry because they're not wet. <laughs> You're, you're expect- yeah, Matt Jarvis was like, "This is going to be a great." I'm sorry, it would be great. I was thinking more abstractly, but I guess if you're just going by yes, Annie, like cardboard box no, stuff. Very... My system. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Don't try and mess about with it. This is science. It's science. It, you can't. Matt. You can't just make up rules. You can't just make things up unless it's science. So happy salmon is a dry, happy salmon dry, but salmon wet. Yeah. Uh, Fel's got a good point, actually. Says, if you cook a wet animal, does it become crunch? It's not about eating it, I think, is what is okay. important. It's not it just about when you eat base, it. When it's alive and it's, it's just that observing it and going, that's a crunch. Yeah. Because <laughs> insects are neither wet or dry, they're crunched. Like they're in a whole other, they're a whole other <laughs> situation. In the crunch category. I'm sorry, I did not need to derail this much. I'm sorry. No, I love it. Whenever you talk about this, I'm immediately invested and I'm like, I don't care about board games anymore. I just want to talk about wet, dry, or crunch. Uh, well, with that, uh, we will leave this week's Dice Breaker podcast. Thank you, of course, uh, to our wet, dry, crunch. Uh... <laughs> Uh, deliberator uh, Maddie uh, yeah thank you I'm dry you're all dry we're all dry animals that's yeah, good to know that's the category dry animals uh-huh. uh, thank you Alex me and the other dry animal <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm actually really cool with being dry at the moment you know like uh, I'm I'm down with that yeah nice. to be fair I would like to be crunched but I think I'm dry so you are dry. You'd like to be crunched. I aspire to crunch, but <laughs> you don't have an exoskeleton, so yeah, you don't get one. I have bones. I'll recategorize you, but yeah, but they're not like on the outside. Yeah, right. Matt, I'm just bones. Start wearing like plate armor. And not an exoskeleton. <laughs> we we've proven that. <laughs> it's I'll so show you. <laughs> One man's mission to become grunge. Yeah. They're going to be like those lobsters that continually grow in their shells, and then people will be like, we'll just like keep putting him in a new shell, and then he'll grow and become our like Leviathan oh. god. Uh, that's my you. No, no, don't you even dare try and gain. Don't you try and grab the lobster crown. There's already one king lobster, and his name is Leon. Okay? I will don't fight you dare. that lobster. Leon will mess you up. Leon is yeah, king. I don't have claws. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Puny time and three hands. Right. Uh, All right, with that, it's this week's Dice Break Podcast. Thank you very much if you've been joining us live, which you can do every Friday from 2pm BST. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you're listening on Catch Up, thank you for being here as well. Uh, We appreciate it all. Uh, You can catch things, of course, over on youtube.com slash dicebreaker, or you can find us at our home at dicebreaker.com. But for now, that's been the podcast. I hope you all have a lovely weekend. Look after yourselves out there. And until we meet again, have a lovely day. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.